Welcome to the Fantasy IPL Podcast. Today we get a little spiritual, talking about the soul of DC and what kind of feng shui that Dhoni brings to your lineup. But don't worry, we also give you all the notes you need to get through your week, plus a little bit of fantasy gripes to finish it up. This is the Fantasy IPL Podcast. Hey, there he is. What's going on, man? Oh, just uh, kind of recovering from a weekend of cricket. I think recovery is the right word. This was yeah. not, not the best, not the worst, but not the best. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. As a Gujarat fan, I was happy with this weekend. I Yeah, I can appreciate that. It's it's just from a, a from a fantasy standpoint. And it's not even to say that the games weren't doable. I just know I didn't do well when it came to positioning well for fantasy so got some ground to make up yeah was this one of those where the the players who scored points were not the ones you expected to score or was it just one where you happened to grab the wrong guys no so there was definitely some surprises um as far as guys that i just didn't see doing well and those didn't hurt too bad because in a lot of cases nobody else had them so it's not like i lost ranking but Mm -hmm. Then there was weird games where players didn't get opportunities that I thought would get opportunities. So it's not even that like I expected them to do particularly well, but somebody that I had, somebody that I went to go get, and then they just didn't get a chance to bat, or their overs were no longer needed, and the game was shortened or something. You know, <laughs> it's like uh, it was more like the ancillary stuff. But then, uh, you know, there was a I did okay. It's it's just uh, it's just frustrating to see a lot of opportunity not end up in my points bank so you're you're kind of new this year to the whole um the transfer miser philosophy that i've championed the last few years yeah do you find it hard now that we're in the use your bank to transfers phase do you find it hard to use them yeah so i mean i definitely have a tendency when the points start slowing down for me to also slow down like that's my desire is to just like be like you know what i'm gonna put like two guys in for a couple games get way back ahead in the transfer bank and then just you know try to exploit the games that i'm more excited about but we're running out of time so like i can't really do that and i've got enough transfers that i can spend three transfers plus an uncap per game and be fine to, to finish so like that's really good i'm playing the smartest fantasy cricket i've ever played (laughs) (laughs) but it's not necessarily equaling you know position everybody's doing so well in our home league this year that it didn't really gain me the advantage being smart that i hoped it would so that's still plenty of time to do it we even talked about the the guy in last place in our league who is really the only one this year who has been kind of not active uh he has enough transfers banked that it's very unlikely he would get into first place by the end of the season but he could certainly make our 16 playoff yeah, and I think he sent a group down. message without boosters today, scored like 1,300 points between the two matches. So. Yeah, right. That's, that's enough to get him back on the charts. No, let's let's get into it. Let's start with Rajasthan because they seem like they were the, the tale of two teams lately. Oh, my gosh. And it, Well, so the outcome's been the same. Last two matches, they lost. <laughs> and in one, they scored a million runs. And in one, they scored like 100. And it also happened in two completely different manners. 
you know, a, a totally cold team doesn't look like they can do anything right and then scores, what, 214 today? Totally unpredictable, especially given that both matches were played at home and on the same track. So that's part of the reason I throttled down on today's match and did not chase Butler. He's not had good games um, and then has a huge game today. And <laughs> I mm-hmm. missed out big time. So you did use him. Why? What? How did that spark your interest? On our last episode, we talked about when would you not play? I think was it Jaiswal? Like, why would you captain him or not captain him? And it's like, if you need to make up points where somebody else, like if you're behind and yeah. I have been like our, our, our league's very close, but I've kind of been stuck in about fifth and there's only six playoff spots. So I was hoping to, well, maybe this is the day that Butler goes off. He has a good history against the Sunrisers. Um, True. except for uh, Boovy Kumar, who eventually did actually get him out. So yeah, I wanted a differential. I just, it's just, it's a bit of a gamble. Does Jai's wall going to do it this time or is Butler going to do it? Um, and so when Jai's wall went out, I actually thought my chances are pretty good. It seems like the team philosophy is let Jai's wall hit until he gets out. And then if he gets out and Butler's still in, then it's Butler's turn. Yeah. Cause Butler was, slow to start while Jaiswell was doing that. That's a good observation. I think his run rate didn't even get back to 100 until he had had like 17 or 18 yeah. runs scored. He was taking a lot of dots, very a lot of defensive swings, just kind of poke things off. So it's it's crazy. It's just um, Rajasthan has looked like two completely different teams depending on the match. And it's frustrating when you don't win. Obviously, it's great when you do, but like to Hollywood – you know, Yuzvendra Chahal has not been good. He was great today. Today felt like like vintage Rajasthan Royals. It like did. Jaiswal, Butler, Samson, Chahal, plus a, plus I guess there were seven other players on the team. <laughs> yeah, somebody did something. Yeah, so uh, I don't know really what to make of that. It's hard to say which team is the real Rajasthan yeah. Royals. Let's let's go on to to the next thing. This this was one of the things that that, that sort of burned me a little bit. Not not huge but Gujarat only needed three batters to top Rajasthan in the low scoring match what what are you supposed to do with anybody further down the order you can't play in for that and you in one wicket from the bowlers from Rajasthan you you don't play for that either (laughs) what's the average wickets taken in a game you know nine to twelve probably you know something in that region so for one side it's totally lopsided and GT had their foot off the gas just so early as a result it's a weird one for GT also. They're not like they you don't count on them only needing the top 3 batters. Uh, you count on that from from uh Conway and Gaikwad or Jaiswal and Butler. Seems like yeah. GT is safer ones to pick, you know, batter number 3, 4, or 5. Um but the one player from that match that just has grabbed my attention a few times that I've never been able to work into my lineup is Ridman Saha. Yeah, he- the the uh, wicketkeeper. Yeah, so he went for 41 on 34 with a strike rate of 120. <laughs> he was one of only three guys needed, but he's done this a couple times, so it's hard to guess exactly when and why it's going to happen, but he seems like a great value for the position, if nothing else. If you needed three, you know you need three batters and three bowlers in fantasy. If you needed three wicket keepers, I think Redham and Saha would be on almost everybody's roster almost yeah, he, every time he plays 
he comes to mind. You know, he's he's an eight credit guy. Um, and then uh, Jatesh Sharma is the other guy that tends to place hold for me up there a lot, being so cheap. Um, yeah. But the thing about Saha is that he he bats, he opens. That's first. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, what a scale tipper if you're trying to decide between between guys. So like like would you play Saha over Pandya? No, I probably usually wouldn't. I wouldn't because I think uh, he's but Pandya plays both sides of the ball. Although he hasn't been, you know, lights out on either side of the ball, but I don't know that that's correct. I don't know that's the, the right answer. It's yeah, just so how I that's would what, do it. Because yeah, he outscored him in this match. Because in this particular match, was this yeah, he did get a wicket in this match. He was on, took out Butler uh, really early on. But you know, without that, run wise, Zaha is routinely outscoring Hardik Pandya. He's just one of those guys that has, he's been on the radar. He's there. I like him, and because of some of the frustrations we're seeing with the abnormality of some of these games. Getting guys early in the lineup is slowly becoming a priority for me. So yeah. I think I think for me it's probably Saha time. I think when GT comes around, I'm just gonna make room for him. I should have the transfers. And like you said, he's inexpensive. So he he can camp out at that wicket keeper spot and just kind of always be available. Yeah. Imagine if uh imagine if uh, Rajasthan doesn't make the playoffs and GT most likely will. Ridman Saha might be a league winner for you as far as being a Wicked keeper you can trust. So if Saha is not somebody you like, you're probably wrong. <laughs> I think it's, <laughs> it's time to like him. But um, why don't you bring up this next guy? Because I think you were kind of his champion early for GT, but another huge frustration right now. Yeah, Mo- Mohit Sharma. Um, he's still one of the top players by um, fantasy points per match because he missed a few. And he does very well in most of his matches. Um, but I didn't I didn't notice this. That the point five overs. So the note you have here is that he played half an over. No. And then he played So five six of an over, technically. Oh, gotcha. Point that makes more sense. Um he played five balls in one match, and then he played uh four overs in the next match and got four wickets. Yes. So that <laughs> might be I that's I, I think it's that are you getting it? That's very frustrating. Well, yeah, but I'll go ahead with why you think that happens. He did get injured in one of the matches this weekend. I don't remember which one. So, yeah. He, he caught, a, caught a ball, I think, and it donked his finger or something. So, what's so? yeah, that was the, that was the early match. Um, but he came back in for the final over, keeping in mind that um, GT only needed 13.5 overs to win the match he came in for the last one didn't even need to complete it but when you look at the bowlers listed in that match shami hardik rashid Rashid khan joshua little noor ahmad and then mohit sharma i guess it's probably pandya would lose some of his work back to mohit if they're all playing um but pandya only bowled two overs so he didn't siphon a lot of work away it's just getting very tough with GT kind of having just great bowlers, who's going to get used mm-hmm. in what matchups? Does that change the way you feel about Mohit Sharma at all? Are you likely to play him over any of these other guys or less so, especially given his performance today? No, not any more so. I mean, he's, yeah, he had a great performance, but, but Mohammed Shami's had great performances. R- Rashid Khan's had great performances. Noor Ahmed's been a little quieter, but he's also been good. And he could be the one who has the four wickets next match. I think I'm just going to keep making sure I get a bowler every time Gujarat plays. 
and just hope that it's the guy who hits that time. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. None of them have none of them have that like batting advantage. I mean, you could say Hardick does, but Hardick's not in the same tier. Yeah, he's not a bowler. All yeah. Other guys. Definitely not. So I want to move on to the next match because it was my my booster match. Okay. Uh, so, it was okay. <laughs> but before you so this was the Mumbai Indians versus the Chennai yeah. Super Kings. Who's the best batter for Chennai? The best batter for Chennai, period? Yeah. Conway. Who's the second best? Gaikwad. Third best. Um, Rahane, I guess. Fourth best. <laughs> Jeez, going pretty far down. Uh, who's the, the, the other one, right? Right, you do? Is right, you do a person? Right, yeah, or, or it could be Shuvam Dube. It could be any number of guys. Dube. I always who's... forget about Dube. <laughs> Who's the he best was on batter? my team, and I forgot about it. It's like, <laughs> oh, guy. today's just not going to come up. And Wit Wit texts me, "Oh, Dubey's up." Like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, who's the best batter for Mumbai Indians? Oh, Rohit Sharma. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a joke. Uh, best batter for for the Indians. Uh, I'd have to go with Big Sky. I mean, the, the, so the reason I'm the reason I'm doing this is the number of batters that you would have put your money on to have a nice game. Mm. N- n- none of them none of them really stood out. But Nihal Wadhera, 64 yeah. on 51 was the highest run scorer in this match. And he came out of nowhere. I think he did this one other time, like week one of the season. This was just like a showcase of just like not enough butter spread over too much bread for <laughs> run scored in, in, in the... For both sides. No, yeah, no. And and it was also another one that on the other side, the wickets were mostly taken by players who I would guess myself, well, myself for sure, and I guess most fancy people, players are, are not going to have in their lineup. I did consider putting Deepak Chahar in. He got a couple. Um, I actually had it narrowed down to either Rohit Sharma or Deepak Chahar. I chose poorly. <laughs> oh. But Chahar, his first two, his first three matches of, that he played. He played the first three that CSK played, and I think he scored a total of six fantasy points across those three. Now he was injured, and he's coming back from injury. So he's he's back. He, he's not injured anymore, apparently. Outside of Wadhera, the highest run scorer for Mumbai was Big Sky with 26 runs. And on the other side, it was Conway, who was not in your booster because he's not Indian, yep. was, was 44. Your highest Indian was 30 out of Guy Quad. So yeah. But nobody, well, some people did poorly, but like I don't think there were any ducks other than Rohit. So it was like everybody just kind of got a little sprinkle in there. Very weird game. Yep. That was a weird one. Especially when you compare it to, like we said, GT only needing three batters in another match. So <laughs> good luck, people. Good luck. Um, did you need to vent anymore? Is there anything else with that match that you just. Yeah, I did. It's not scratch a your head about. Did you see. Did you see uh, our, our boy Piyush, his his little move after he finished his overs? Is it a little shimmy? <laughs> no, well, sort of. He 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 got a injury on the last ball, like hurt his finger, and then walked off. And they brought somebody else in as a as an injury replacement. And the 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 announcers were convinced that he just didn't want to field because he's not that great of a fielder. <laughs> So he just kind of, yeah, yeah, I'm injured. Oh, it hurts. I got to go. Sorry. And so I don't know. I don't remember who they brought in, but somebody who's 
a better fielder than Piyush, I guess. Ah, <laughs> there's nobody better than Piyush. <laughs> Just hit the ball right to him. He'll catch it. I'm sure of it. Yeah, that was... <laughs> I, I do have a hard time seeing Piyush do one of those like diving catches that you see out of like, I don't know, Ruderaj Gaikwad. He always seems to get the crazy catches. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yep. that was pretty funny. That's all I want to talk about there. Okay. Yeah. Chala's great. Don't forget it. Um, so the Delhi Capitals have become like a lot of these teams have become, but I feel like they're really the, the, the apex of this problem that they are just an unpredictable menace to fantasy points. You don't know who yeah. it's going to be. You don't know why they can be a terrible team. They can be a team that beats Gujarat. They can be <laughs> the identity of this team is just weird without a mustache on David Warner. I don't even know who I'm looking at when they come up to the crease half the time. It's like, which, which one is that? Um, you know, Nokia went home. He had some it's- kind of family emergency. So that shuffled some things around a little bit. And then, Mitch Marsh is back, kind of, depends on how scrutin, you know, how much scrutiny you want to put out there. Philip Salt's there. Like, who are these people? A bunch of random white guys trying to guess which one it is because Warner doesn't have a mustache now. And, <laughs> and somebody's going to get you a bunch of points, but you're going to guess wrong. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm telling you. It's it's They used to be – well, they really used to be the Rashad Pant team, which is classy and uh, uh, competent makes the playoffs predictable. And then Warner took over uh, and now Warner didn't have the mustache. And so much like Warner's fans, the team was adrift. They were lost. They didn't know what to do. And I think what's happened is now that Mitch Marsh is back, he's taking on, he's of course, he's not really the captain, but he's taking on sort of the, the spirit of the team. So now they've become the Mitch Marsh team where you just don't know what they're going to do. They could score a, 200 runs. They just score three runs. Uh, you, you can't trust them for anything. I think it's all about the, the the leadership of this team. How do you think Warner shaved the mustache off? Do you think he's like a straight razor guy? Has he got like an electric trimmer that just threw all those little hairs all over the bathroom sink and he doesn't clean them up? Is he one of those kinds of guys? Does he go to a barber? No. How did this, how did this you know happen? He, here's what kind of guy he is. He's the kind of guy who shaves off the little chunk right in the middle and then goes and shows his wife and says, honey, look what I did. <laughs> and she groans. And then he goes back and shaves the rest off. He's very, very small. So, you know, she had to ask her, he, you know, he had to ask her to kneel down so he could show her. And then <laughs> she gives him a little pat on the head. Oh, very, very good, David. Poor David Warner. Yeah. He thought the mustache made him look grown up for a while. <laughs> so that's why he did it. Uh, but so the one thing about Philip Salt, again, Talking about guys that bat early in the lineup and are going to get their opportunities. That is Philip Salt. We had no data on him to start the season. There wasn't much nope. there. He came he came in, started playing, um, and didn't look good. But he's had two games really good, both at both at Delhi. Does that matter? Is it the kind of guy you're going to take a flyer on either way, or maybe only when he's playing at home? Who's Philip Salt to you right now? He's a wicket keeper, right? He fills the yes. wicket keeper slot. Yep. As an overseer. Kind of in- that's kind of the interesting thing to me. Like, I'm not ready to go all in on, on Phil Salt. Um, if they played another team that doesn't have a good wicket keeper, and I just 
need someone to fill that slot, I'd be very comfortable. Need someone to fill up it. that slot? Okay. Yeah. But the problem is, um, in their next match, I've got DeCock to fill up that slot now. Ooh. Yeah. So That's a much better way to next, fill a slot. The next one I have, um, who, who do they play after that? They play Gujarat. So I got rid of Minsaha. Um, I don't, I don't know if I'd pick one of which one of those I would pick, but yeah, I guess I'm to, that's a long way of saying I'm not, I'm not sold on Phil Salt being like a, a guy you've just got to have. Yeah. You're just looking for better options. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about him in a little bit, but you mentioned cutie cock made his yeah. 2023 IPL debut this Did morning. Did he ever make it? Yes, 70 runs on 41 balls. Plug and play from here on in? Uh, he is for me. I mean, I've been waiting for this all season, and I miss, I actually missed it because I was asleep. But um, but I just – i he's he's seems like somebody on a team that does not really have its way. It's kind of lost its way, like someone who could bring it back. And I think if they lean on QDK, it'll be good for fantasy and it'll be good for – Lucknow. So yeah, so primarily for Lucknow, I feel like they just don't have an anchor. Quinton has filled that role before. I would never see 70 runs from a guy and just be like, oh, he's in my lineup every match from here on in. It would normally get your attention, aside from the fact that this is what Cutie Cock does in the past. It's just it's almost yeah. crazy that it took till now um, for him to come in. And by the way, Puran was still there. So they a question I have about Cutie Cock is they took out Naveen Al-Hawk to bring him in. Do you think they're just going to leave it like that, or are they going to start taking Puran or somebody else out to allow Naveen Al-Hawk to come back? Because he, he was actually doing pretty well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, no, he has been. Um, I think it probably depends. There's going to be some experimenting. You know, you could see a, a whole other third party disappear from the lineup next time they play, depending on who they're playing, if they're trying to take advantage of a fast track, a slow track. You know, somebody has a particularly good matchup against certain bowlers. I think that's probably going to dictate that position. It's just go figure enough of these guys on this team being overseas. That's what they're, that's what they're dealing with. That was the only reason Cutiecock wasn't available because of the tournament with the right. South Africans right. and the team was doing well enough without them. So they didn't want to, <laughs> they didn't want to roll the dice. They finally did and uh, proved that that's there. But I am very excited about Cutiecock and Kyle Mayers being openers for this team opposite yeah, of each fun. other. All right, KKR versus Punjab, match 53. Coming up quick. Uh, this is at Eden Gardens. I really considered this one for a for a booster. I'm just burnt out on KKR. Uh, but Eden Gardens has huge scores, Punjab Kings. I don't actually have any data to back this up, but doesn't it seem like every time they play, there's a huge score on the board? Yeah, um, they are intriguing. So for one... Um, he has not killed it, but uh, Dewan being back is definitely um, a yeah. huge threat um, to any team bowling against him. I don't, I don't know who it's going to be that compliments him. That's what makes it frustrating. Prop Simran Singh being at the top of the order with him a lot has his games. Jachesh Sharma has their games. You got a couple of great uncapped options there, so definitely explore that. Um, I don't know who the best KKR uncapped option. Is Rinku. Uh, uh, yeah, duh, Rinku. Um, so hopefully you already have. Yeah, so yeah, Sharma's also good, but but Rinku seems to be the best. Yeah, so there's kind of a weird 
that in there. But yeah, there tends to be high scoring games involving uh, PBKS and they're definitely beatable. And so you've talked about that, that venue Eden gardens being kind of friendly to both sides, but certainly being smaller, you would think that some batters can take advantage of that here. Um, And I do kind of like the PBKS side better as far as batters that I'm interested in. The problem is, is that KKR turnaround. Yeah, right. You want to load up on KKR because they play again in two matches or sorry, in two days, four days, two matches. You want to load up on KKR because they play again in four matches. <laughs> I hate that. I don't want I don't want to load up on KKR. I, know. I want to load up on PBKS. So KKR has had a bunch of those already. They've already had two tur- quick turnarounds and they have this one and they might even have one more before the season's over. So you again try to take advantage of that uncap stuff that you know maybe hang on to those KKR guys, but you know not all of them, um, and, and sprinkle in the the uncapped guys on PBKS. Um, I'm definitely the only guy I know for sure that I'm playing from PBKS is Jitesh Sharma because he's already on my lineup. But the, the one guy that I am willing to spend a transfer on that side undoubtedly right now. Is Shakar Darwin. So beyond that, I'm going to probably try for the KKR load up, but I just cannot get excited about Nitish Rana or Venkatesh Iyer batting in the middle order, both down there in all rounder positions. So it's kind of convenient there. It's, it's, I don't it's blame kind of, you. It's kind of Andre Russell is the only player outside of Rinku Singh where I'm like, Ooh, this could be fun. Yeah, we've we've reached the point where it is like if you have to pick an an all rounder from that team, Venkatesh, who has hit a hundred, but he's also scored fewer than ten runs, what like four or five times now. Nidish seems a little more slow and steady uh, with the ability to hit big, but it just seems like Andre Russell's the most exciting of that group. He has just as high, if not the highest ceiling, of anybody um, on yeah. the team, other than maybe Rinku, but especially being genuinely an all-rounder, somebody who's who's bowling regularly and doing decently well. Um, Andre Russell is... He, he is KKR to me, <laughs> just in that, like... Yeah. Basically, him and Rinku, when they roll around, are the, are the two guys that I'm looking for, so it's so hard to load up. Um, the only other guy that I would say that, you know, a load-up, hold, and keep, because it's easy down there in that bowling position, is uh, Chatty Cathy, Varun Chakarthi. Um, so yeah, yeah, he's a good turnaround. He's been great. Um, he's what number two in terms of bowlers on points scored in the fantasy system this year. So, uh, that's good. And then he's also complimented with, um, Arshdeep on the other side. So you actually have a decent bowling setup in this match to have Arshdeep Singh and Chatty Cathy. Um, I don't know that is, there's just not that many matches that have two, one on each side that are that solid that you can still play. Yeah, that reliable. You're looking for Trash Panda. You're looking for uh, Paiush Chala. But as far as them being in the same game, these guys are like a half tier down from those two guys to me right now, but they're in the same match. So Mm -hmm. um, definitely some opportunity there. Anything else here? Um, You made a note on here about Liam Livingston. Oh, yeah. Um, I am on board with Liam Livingston now. I'm ready to ride that train. 
those big broad shoulders. A couple couple matches ago or a couple episodes ago, we talked about it, and I said, "No, I need to see a little bit more." Now I've seen I've seen enough now. Yeah, and and we I'll mentioned over Sam. I'll take him over Sam Curran these days. Okay, yeah, so you know that was those are these are two interesting names because we talked about Liam Livingstone in the last episode. Um, being a guy who's on a team that has an upward trajectory, who is also performing with this upward trajectory. I think he went for like 115 points, fantasy points that is, in the last match. Um, as the team has been winning, I think there's something there. But it seems like as the team has been winning, Sam Curran is becoming less important. So I don't know for sure that there's one feeding the other. Um, but I'm definitely on board with you on that. Um, Sam Curran can sit to the side. I would, if I had to choose between the two living, living stones, definitely living G stone. I forgot about our nickname for him. G stone, um, <laughs> being, uh, the better option between the two, but if you're ready, we'll jump to match 54. Let's do it. Mumbai Indians versus the Royal challengers Bangalore. Yep. They also have a turnaround. Um, and I think you just mentioned Chatty Cathy and Arshdeep. Um, I almost promise you that, Match 53 and 54 is going to see Piyush, Chawla, and Chatty Cathy sitting in my bowler spots because they are pretty reliable, good to have for those turnarounds, pretty cheap. Well, at least Piyush is cheap. Chatty Cathy, not so much. Two turnarounds, yeah. so get ready to have a lot of Mumbai Indians and, and uh, Kolkata Knight Riders on your, on your team. And it's also not been that long since RCB played, so the, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't have a bunch of guys still sitting on uh, yeah. on your roster or that people that you're playing against have on their roster too. So, uh, yeah, this could end up being a game with Ross, very full rosters, you know, six, seven guys playing in, in this match on, on certain rosters. Um, push it real good. He's as rock solid as it gets at the, the bowling position right now. Are you, you, you mentioned, um, him sort of walking off the field with a quote unquote injury. I don't think that's anything to worry <laughs> about. Do you? Oh, no, no, I don't think it was a real thing. Okay, um, but we do have to watch out for uh, Tillich Varma. So he missed the last game yep. with an illness. Um, they did not specify as to what that illness was, or uh, I'm not even 100% sure if he was with the team or not. Um, I don't remember catching him sitting on the sidelines, but he seems like the very obvious uncapped plug-and-play. The reason that, that Nihal Wadhara had impact for some people is because Tillich Varma wasn't available. So if Tillich Varma is not available, is that the pivot again? He kind of proved he could do it. Uh, The only other uncapped player on this lineup that I'm kind of interested in is Mahipal Lamroar. He's had a few matches now. Like he seems like he's getting it together. He was a nobody for the first half of the season. Uh, Yeah. So I don't think that, I don't think that Nihal is a, automatic plug and play if Farmer's out. You can yeah. pick one of those guys or you could just pass on it and pick up uh Desh Panda for the next match. And Lomroar is interesting too because he bats relatively early. We've had trouble with RCB being um batters that are worth having on your roster beyond the starting two or three. Um, so he saved the day as far as run scored anyway, after Maxwell went out for a duck, by the way, um, which brings me to, to, to that is, is Glenn Maxwell a play at all 
right now? When's the last time he's had a good game? No, I think we called it last last time. He's he's no longer Glenn Maxwell. He's Max Glenwell. <laughs> he's... Do you think? I wonder if if Max like do you have if you're choosing in this match between Cam Green and Max Glenwell, I think it's obvious you should pick Cam Green. Cam Green had a bad match last time around. He did, but he's been way more consistent throughout the season. And I'm almost kind of thinking Glenn Maxwell. The guy can hit the ball. He's he's a he's a superstar, but maybe as far as his IPL uh, season, he's not what he looked like he was at the first after the first few matches. Yeah, and if nothing else, that tie break is what you've mentioned already. Is that turnaround MI plays again sooner? So um, maybe that's worth stick around. But you know, we're we're kind of living in this um, all rounders section talking about this match. And we've been frustrated with some guys. And I just, for whatever reason, cannot convince myself to start Hasaranga. Yeah. Why am I so scared to do that? I, I can't peg it for sure. It's not that he's been bad. But he's also not been great. Um, no. He's He's been you, disappointing cons- considering what you hoped for him after last year. And he doesn't bat unless absolutely necessary. So <laughs> at least those other two will bat. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely the best bowler of the three between Glenn, Cam, and Win and Do. Um, Who do you think is the second best bowler of those three? I right now. He's gotten wickets. Cameron Green seems like he, he gets wickets and then he has like an economy of 20. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, which do you really want? Um because Hardy will do that to you too. He'll get that random wicket, but have a high economy rate. Um, really, Andre Russell does that to you. It's just those, the wickets tend to flow for him a little bit more easily. Um, as far as fantasy production wise, it feels like Cam, but I don't have the numbers to know that that's true or yeah. not. Either way, um, I think between those three, Cameron Green's my my top choice. I I have I'm the same way. I have not pulled the trigger yet on Hasaranka. Okay, that's interesting because he was one of our sort of players to watch preseason, yeah. and then he just, for whatever reason, it, well, a big part of it is the impact player, but he just hasn't he hasn't had that well, huge game yet. The other big part of it is the the elephants in the room when you when when RCB comes up to play, you might want to get one or two capped RCB players and who are you going to pick? You're like, you're going to pick Coley, you're going to pick Faf, and then maybe one other guy. And it could be Hasaranga every third or fourth time, but it's like you, you have to dig to get any of these guys except for Faf and Coley. Yep. So, so I think that, that, that hurts him a bit. I mean, even Siraj has been a little tougher to trust lately. Yeah. Is Siraj a mirage? Was that just something that was beautiful? <laughs> To watch from a distance, and then when he got in close and you started him, it didn't. It just didn't work anymore. Didn't that seem like exactly what happened? Like he find he was he as soon as he got in fantasy sights, um, he slowed down. Did you see he he got in like a little tiff with Phil Salt? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't see what that was about. I just the, the thing I heard it was all in Hindi, so I don't understand <laughs> it. But. He was a little salty uh, with him. Yeah, no, if I'm playing, I really, I, I'm i playing, uh, oh, what's his butt? The guy I've been 
kind of champion lately. Josh Hazelwood. If I'm playing a guy for bowling for RCB, it's going to be Hazelwood. Really what it sounds like is this is a very intriguing match as far as like potential. There's a lot of great players in this match. So even if you haven't stockpiled, yeah. this 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 might be some some place that I burn a few more transfers than I normally would. Extra transfers. Um, but especially if we're staying away from guys like Hasaranga and Max Glenwell, as he's been demoted to, um, it gives you more freedom to play both Faf and Coley, as opposed to having to make a choice between Faf or Coley. Um, yeah, they've, that's the best opening batters in the in the tournament, no doubt, so far this year. As far as you know, we've seen better from Jaiswell. We've seen better from Conway or Guy Quad or whatever, but as far as a duo that seems to hit the same game often enough, it's definitely these two. Um, so getting this late in the season, if, if you've got extra transfers, this is definitely a game that I'm interested in trying to exploit, especially keeping in mind that you can hang on to so, some of those MI guys for um, just a couple matches down the road. So I'm excited yeah, about and that this. Especially speaking of um, Faf and Coley, this venue, uh, I think it's Wankede, but I'm sorry if I got that wrong. It's the small. Venue, it's small. It has the the lowest number of wickets per match so far. Um, so there's a much better chance that they'll just keep getting to hit the ball. This is where Jaiswal hit his famous 124. Okay, good to know. Um, yeah, so all the more reason to try to go heavy here if you can afford it. Uh, but Jazz if you're ready, got he got 124 off of 62, Jeez. which means he hit two balls, two balls, two runs per ball. Can you imagine a guy getting 124 off of 62 but having no boundaries? So that every ball he hit it and he <laughs> run there and then run back, ran back and forth for 62 straight balls. Has David Warner ever done that? <laughs> It sounds like a Warner thing to do. All right. Yeah, let's go on to the next one. All right. Speaking of Warner, he'd be in this next one. CSK versus DC. So DC's right back up. We talked about them being frustrating. Um, but what's interesting is that CSK is kind of turning into that team too. Beyond Conway and Guy Quad, if you were going to play somebody who you were playing for the purpose of runs batted, who's next on your list? I don't know. I hate this question, by the way. I would say Rahane. So that's where my brain goes, but it's just whether or not Rahane's going to bat third, fourth, fifth, not at all, is becoming yeah. very frustrating for CSK. So, And that is like you let's, – let's just pull out the name Rahane and put in Moeen Ali. It's the same thing. Is he going to uh-huh. bat third, fifth, or not at all? Or same will be Dubé? Third, fifth, not at all. Dubé, yeah, it's their – you're right. Once you get past those first two, it's just, it's a jungle. Trying to sort out that mess. Um, <laughs> is it worth it? Or do you just play the super specialist for, for this team right now, which is Trash Panda, Jadeja, Conway, and Guy Quad. It's four guys hey. that are amazing. And you've got four yeah. guys in one match already. Is it yep. worth spending transfers on anybody else right now? No. If if you're if you're in a position like like you and I are right now, where you have about three three transfers per match, there is not three transfers I'm happier making than Conway, Jadeja, Guy Quad, and Dash Panda for free. Uh, 
that being said, hopefully you already have one or two of those guys on your match or on your, yeah. your lineup so you can get a couple of DC players who have actually been uh, hitting lately. Which would be who? Well, if you can stomach it, actually, I could say this. If you could stomach it, Mitch Marsh, but you can also do the same thing with David Warner. Because it's like one of them is like you have to watch him through this whole match, just kind of slowly get runs and then maybe get out when he tries to hit a six. Or the other one's Mitch Marsh, who like I've never know if he's going to get two wickets and 30 runs or zero wickets and zero runs. Yeah. So so to answer your question, Axar Patel. (laughs) So I was thinking of Axar Patel, but here again, be careful about how you're constructing your roster. So we're talking about in the previous match, you know, Hasaranga, Max Glenwell or Cameron Green, if you're sitting on those guys and then you're getting to this match and you're playing Jadeja and you've got Axar, you're starting to really fill up that all-rounder position. You only get four. Yeah. So if you're trying to hold for later matches, things like that, um, it's going to get tricky. So be smart about that. Um, you're also have- going to be holding KKR players. Yes. So you might have, might have uh, Andre. <laughs> Yeah, might have Andre Russell or Danish Rana or Venkatesh Iyer. There's a lot of all-rounders crowding your, crowding your lineup. So that's why I wanted to bring up the difficulty of Axar Patel is because I, I think he's your best bet in general for DC. It's just bad timing. Would you say that it when you get to match 53, which is the first one we talked about on this one, uh-huh. to look at what all-rounders you want the most so you don't accidentally pick up because Rana is good. Venkatashire can be good. You don't accidentally pick up all three of them thinking you're going to hold hold them and then end up having to drop them. I think just look at the matches ahead like until KKR plays again and decide which which all-rounders you really want. Kind of make that plan. Plan that out on graph paper uh, so that you can make sure you get who you want. Yeah, so, you know, I, I know you do some version of this too. You said graph paper. Um, but, like, I think most people probably – try to plan a few matches ahead and I do it very specifically to make sure, you know, that one of the misfiring brain cells I have doesn't give me an idea that doesn't work. So a lot of times what I'll do is like, if I'm at match 53, I'll set that lineup, save it. And then I will start making the moves in sequential order that I plan to make for each match. And what, what, and this is the kind of stuff that will happen. I'll be like, okay, great. I'm going to load up with KKR and now I'm sitting too fat there and i go shoot this is going to cost me six transfers to get back to the position i want to be in later and so i can start working that out or sometimes i find out oh i had a plan but now i'm what am i supposed to do because i got to drop an overseas because i wanted to pick this guy up and and try to work through those and it's you know kind of give yourself some dress rehearsals and this is why because you're like oh save this guy these guys are good and they start crowding a position or a player type or something, um, it can make you very, very inefficient. Um, I really like that idea, especially at a time like now where we have two turnarounds overlapping each other. You've got the KKR one starting in match 53, and then you have the Mumbai one starting in match 54. And it could be really easy to fill up some of those positions that you, I mean, those are the turnaround teams, but Punjab, Royal Challengers, Super Kings, DC, like those are all teams that you are going to want players for. Make sure that you can fit them in. Yep. So it's a, it's a goofy one and, 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 and there's relief here. We already mentioned this name, Philip Salt. So mm-hmm. he's not done well away from home. He's not done well a lot, but he's done well. It's just away from home. So if you're looking for DC guys, 
that wicket keeper position is probably a little bit more open and he does bat first. Um, so in the wicket keeper position, you've got a little bit more wiggle room. You've probably not saturated that as bad. You're going to potentially in the next game because RR is playing in that next game. But Philip Salt, if somebody is, if, if you already have him, hey, congratulations. Um, or if you're just doing an add and drop, that's giving you some flexibility there too because you're probably playing him over Dhoni. One of these days, Dhoni's going to be a legitimately good fantasy play. And I'm starting to wonder if it's coming soon, maybe even in this match, playing at home at Chapak, I could see a situation where CSK's got something under control relatively early and he wants two overs at the end and goes for like 30 runs on 10 balls. And and he gets in earlier when more wickets are taken. And DC has a, a decent wicket-taking cadre of guys. This could be one where the wickets fall and, and they end... Tony gets in early enough to make a difference. I just want Tony to have like two complete overs. I just it needs to happen at some point in time. It's like he's Tony. They're they're playing the team they should definitely be able to beat, especially at the fortress. Like get him in there, get him some work. But if you just want some good juju on your team, if you just want somebody who's sitting up there in that wicket keeper spot doing good things for you, the overall ambiance, the feng shuiness of your roster, makes me feel like somebody's watching over me. It's probably Tony. <laughs> it's probably Doni who's watching over you. Yeah, it should be. Um, I think yeah, that's uh, it for for match fifty five. Unless there's anything else you want to touch on there. Uh, I just want to mention the Wonder Twins. Ooh, yes, um, it's, that's a nickname I came up with. Uh, this say both of their names off. and get both halves of them correct. Oh, Mathisha Patharana and Mahish Tishana. Okay, I've gotten good. used to those names. <laughs> okay. I have shouted them and cursed them enough times. So, what about them? Are you putting? That, are you are you considering either of them? It nope. seems like between the two, Mathisha Patharana is the one. The last two matches, he got man of the match. He's gotten wickets. Yeah, I, I mean, I also I got to say I'm I'm not really considering either of them. They just seem to be the two that whenever they come up to bowl, I'm ready for them to ruin my fantasy day. Here's the thing: is I'm I'm already going to have Trash Panda, mm-hmm. and those guys are overseas players. Yeah, so it's almost a guarantee that I'll have to drop drop them again. So it just makes it inefficient. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, Paterana's had a, a great game or two, especially um, he cleaned up. In your in your booster match, wasn't he the man of the match in yeah, that match? So it's just like you know, forty-seven fantasy points steals that out from underneath you. Like that's gonna happen from time to time, but I I just like the value of of Trash Panda too much, and I just don't see me loading up on multiple bowlers when I'm also gonna have Jadeja. Like <laughs> if you True. if you think if you think you're gonna slaughter a team like and we used to think that was DC but they kind of just keep grinding it out but if you're in a really wicked heavy environment like if this was at um, Econa Sports or something like that maybe it starts to make sense but not with this match I don't know if that's gonna happen CSK is one of the few teams that never had and doesn't have the entire season doesn't have a quick turnaround they're Matches are all evenly spaced. Huh. Um, I, yeah, they, I think they are the only team that never has even one quick turnaround. If they did, and I was picking up an extra guy because I knew I'd get the transfers, I would happily pick up Patharana. Um, 
And now that actually, I think I'd consider it because I'm just because I'm getting a little lousy with transfers. Uh, I think I could spare an extra. He's one of the guys that I think if I feel like it's going to, if I get that, if I get that tingling feeling uh, once the green, once the dots show up, I might end up putting it on my, on my roster. Like I did Joe root today. There's a pill for that. It works out better. Yeah. No, (laughs) but so look at the next match. Let's, that's a good segue going into 56 KKR versus RR again. Patharana, you're talking about overseas players. Josh Butler is going to be back on every single person's roster, deservedly mm-hmm. so. Um, hopefully, you've done something smart, or you know, you are looking for him this way. You got Andre Russell on that side. You're already starting to chew in to those overseas players. Now you're kind of running into that same problem with um, you know the all rounder position getting clogged up. Running into that same position with overseas players getting clogged up and it's why I just can't really get excited about those wonder twins down there. Um, it's just for efficiency, but yeah, if you're stupid with transfers, if you are sitting at 60 plus or something right now, you know, just play the best players in each match until you finish. Don't worry about it too much, but if you're trying to be smart about it, it's going to get tough going into match 56, which like I said, KKR versus RR, um, who do you think you had from match 53 that you're most likely to still have getting to 56? The, mo- the one that lasts longest is probably Chatty Cathy. Okay. Yeah. Good bowler hold Most down likely. there. I like that. That seems to be what I, do, what I do though. I, when I have a turnaround, I almost always have a reliable bowler. I like that. It, it's, you know, when we get to this and, that, and that's what I'm, I'm curious about is that we're saying load up and hold if you can, but there's just almost no way that if you started, say, Nidish Rana, that he's still with you at this point, holding up yeah. one of those all-rounder positions, do you go back and get him? Oh, no. No. I think um, Rajasthan's going to be the teams that I pick up for this match. I just yeah. have so much more confidence in the specific players of Rajasthan um, that, that I'm not going to... I, I, if I, I'm very unlikely to pick up a new KKR player in this match. Fair enough. Unless, you know, I could see that. Whew, be smart. Hang on to Jaiswal because you're going to have to turn around and use an uncap on Rinku here. So if you've got any room at all to hold on to Jaiswal through to match 56, you've got two of the best batting uncap yeah. in the same match here. So um, look forward to look look downstream for that i mean if you got to add it like both of those guys are good enough that they're worth a transfer if you're trying to build out your mm-hmm. roster either way but if you can work it to get them for free absolutely like that so put that on your forecast when you're trying to you know sort of work your puzzle of what players you want and what they're really going to cost and what's doable because you're going to run into that don't get to the morning of match 56 and try to decide who do i want to use my uncap on oh Jaiswell. oh shoot rinku's there too don't be stuck there um try to get ahead of it um, a little bit, but you said you wanted to load up on RR. Is that because the Holy Trinity is back? Yeah, they're back. I want at least, I was thinking about this. Do I want to get all three of them? By the way, the Holy Trinity, in case you don't know, is Jaiswal, Butler, and Sanju Sampson. Um, I think if I can get two of the three on my lineup, I'm going to be satisfied. Who's most likely to be left out? Sanju? I think so. Yeah, I yeah. hate to say it because he's a he's a, a hell of a player, but uh, Jaiswal has just been too explosive, and he's free. 
And then I, I actually kind of like Butler's role right now where he's he he holds back. And if hey, if that means Jaiswal gets 124 runs, then that's fine. I don't think anybody's gonna be disappointed that they have Butler and Jaiswal if Jaiswal gets 124 runs. But as soon as he's out, Butler's up. Still got all his uh his energy, all his all his crazy strength. So those are the two I'll probably go for. Fair enough. Um you you mentioned Joe Root. He was somebody that yeah. I that I sort of championed preseason who looked like he had a great opportunity. The accolades tied to this guy, if you just Google his name, are absurd. And we thought today was going to be when we'd get to see him bat, but then just basically nobody, everybody refused to get out for Rajasthan, so they just went yeah, and went right. and went. And next thing and I, I'm sitting there, I'm counting him down. I was like, well, if he comes in now, he'll have six overs to try to show us what he's capable of. Well, if he comes in, okay, well, maybe he'll get one over. Maybe he'll get, <laughs> it's like it just kept eroding away. But when his opportunity came up, and mind you, they were showing him on the sideline a lot. He was wearing his batting pads at the beginning of the match. <laughs> he was supposed to bat. 100% he was going to get his opportunity. I don't know, you know, had somebody fallen cheaply, if Butler goes out on a duck or something terrible happens like that, I don't know that he comes in right away. Um, I also wasn't sure that he would close because that's Shimron's role, and that is definitely what happened. Shimron Hetmeyer took the last of that, so we're starting to see a little bit of this with RR now too, that if somebody is due to bat, it may not be what you think. It has more to do with the phase of the game, um, who's yeah. likely to step up. Um, and Joe Root got both of us today. We both kind of got excited and just threw an extra transfer at it. Um, take a flyer on a guy who, you know, comes with the pedigree to be that that guy that could have been a difference maker. And then instead, you get the four points for starting him, and he didn't touch the ball or the bat anywhere in the match otherwise. Very frustrating. Does... Does your confidence in the Holy Trinity affect your willingness to play Joe Root again? Because if you think if if you really are on board with these three guys are back, they're they're going to be awesome. Doesn't that mean that you don't think that Joe Root's going to bat because he's just never going to get up? So I can't remember if it was an injury or what, so what was going on with Josh Butler, but there was something going on with Josh Butler. Oh, it was when you tricked us, um, and he played when you told us he wasn't going to play. Um, mm-hmm. the The anticipation for Joe Root's debut was actually then. Um, so again, they're dealing with overseas positioning as to getting him um, into the lineup when it makes sense. I don't see me steering clear of Joe Root. Um, I think there's a totally reasonable situation where I play him, but we're starting to talk about a lot of players potentially in a match. I did. So right. I think that's where I'm trying to figure out. It's like, okay, if I'm playing Jaiswal, Butler, Sanju, I feel real good about that. And let's just say in this match on the other side, I've got Rinku, Andre Russell. Um, I'm already up to five. <laughs> if I've had to make moves to make that happen and I'm already looking at burning, you know, three, four transfers. Ooh, I don't know that I'm digging for him, but if I'm already sitting on say three of those guys, I think I take a flyer just yeah. the, the chances be, because 
the the unreliable bats on the other side, um, Nidish Rana, Venkatesh Iyer. I'm taking Joe Root before I'm taking either of those two right now just to see because if it works, yeah. you're going to feel great. And if not, the chances of one of those guys – doesn't an all-rounder spot either. No, um, and unfortunately he is overseas, so you'll have to mm-hmm. play that. But um, they seem to be trying to work him into the war, into the lineup. I just the opportunity has to be there, and I just how many how many games can you see where Rajasthan's basically going to complete the game with three batters? It's not going to happen again. Probably is you could probably safely make that bet. <laughs> that, you know, yeah. you will have I mean, lost. I don't even- You'll have lost enough of that Holy Trinity by like the 12th, 13th over in most games for some of these guys to get a chance. Sure. Well, yeah, I really wish that it was Rajasthan who had the turnaround and not KKR. That would be way better. Such a a clearer, clearer seas over there in Rajasthan. Match 57? Yeah. I don't think we've ever had fewer match notes. Or uh, uh, show notes for them for this one. Um, I think it's a lot of stuff is kind of clear about this match. Like maybe that's why there's not as much to talk about. Play Shot McGill. Don't play Rohit. Um, I do want to point out that Hardik Pandya spent a lot of years with Mumbai, so this used to be his home stadium. Is this also um, at Wankhede? Yep. Perfect. So I I that might nudge him a little bit further forward in my mind um last time they played gujarat just obliterated mumbai but mumbai has come back and shown a few times that they can chase down huge totals um i do still expect gujarat to win this because they win most of the time uh but i would not count on it being a slaughter like it was last time so name stays that i think would normally be in play here you mentioned one, Shubman, big guy on the other side. If you're looking for bats, I like Hardik in this match. Like you said, he's kind of playing both teams here. He's home, former home stadium. He bats early. Um, I'm not counting on the bowling side for him in this match. Not a lot of wickets taken, which brings me to somebody that I think a lot of people like to play, and that's Rashid Khan. Do you play him in this match with the small venue and? Am I looking much more in form? Oh, man. Well, I... That's a good question. I might play Hardik instead of Rashid in this one. Okay. Well, again... It's partially because I got. I just have a feeling that Hardik Pandy is going to get Rohit Sharma's uh, duck this time. <laughs> you're you're who's calling... Gonna get Rohit Sharma, who's going to get Rohit Sharma out for a duck this match? That's oh, man. Uh, this is the game that Rohit Sharma goes for what 65 runs on 40 balls something like that and just makes yeah just makes that was supposed to be last match life's not even going to be real anymore when that happens because well it'll be proof that the fantasy gods are just giggling down at us but um, again don't forget about Ritterman Saha in this match uh, cheap yeah. wicket keeper uh, position holder bats early. And then I've got a, I, I hate his position here just because he's an all rounder, but I got a weird, you're talking about that tingly sensation about VJ mm-hmm. Shanker. Just for some oh, yeah. reason, looking at this match, I'm just thinking like, 
I want to work him in, and this seems like the kind of place where old Crazy Eyes is just going to go ballistic. If he gets his overs, if he gets in early enough into this game, I just I like it. <laughs> I don't know why. He- I can't. I can't put my finger on it because he's God forbid Chala. You know, if Pius has got a bunch of overs left and they're pinging him against him, I'm gonna I'm gonna be torn on this whole thing. But he just he seems like the kind of guy, based on what I've seen of his style, where he just is super aggressive and just fearless. This is a stadium that that caters to that. He just doesn't always get the opportunity. Just I kind of feel like he's going to this time. Yeah, he is a all-rounder, but he's really a batter. Yes. Right? Yeah. He, yeah. He's not actually bold. It's just that clogged up all-rounder position. So if you're starting to yeah. shed those guys and you can fit, fit him in there, or maybe you do that instead of Rashid Khan. You were talking about playing Hardik instead of Rashid Khan, something like that. Um, he's just one of those names that I think less people are going to play, but that mm-hmm. is just is just the the wins are just right for this guy right now. I don't I don't know why. We'll talk about it on the next episode. I'll either have egg on my face or I'll be in first place. It'll be one of the two. Because <laughs> this is a guy that's just kind of like, yeah, very intriguing. I'm excited. Cool. Yeah, the Shankar. And uh, if you if you are excited about him for this, are you going to pull him in uh, at match 54 and hold him? Or are you thinking, oh, sorry, he's not. He doesn't play for Mumbai. He plays for Gujarat. Right. What am I talking about? Womp womp. <laughs> so well, that's yeah, it. That's as far as we're going today. That gets you through Friday. Yeah, and then we'll talk to yeah. everybody on Friday about building out that weekend stuff. Jeez, um, the season's almost over. It's 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 ripping by. We've only got a couple couple more regular episode regular season episodes to to hang out with y'all. Um, but in in that in that sentiment, I guess we'll move on to our th- our, our third segment here. And at the end of this thing, we're all going to be sitting around having a beer, um, just trying to catch our breath from a crazy season. But right now, I don't feel like I need a beer. I feel like I need a shot, um, <laughs> something to take the edge off. Because yeah, um, if, who are what are the what are the situations and the players that make this that make the the season feel like it's so long? Well, we opened the episode that a little bit. Um, just like you run into these weeks where it's just like go figure somebody you didn't count on had a big week. Uh, Somebody that you thought was going to go huge goes out, you blow a boost or you do something or whatever, but just this needle that has just been in my side this, this whole season is the impact player. Um, Yeah. And and so much of the frustrations that come from any particular player, if you get down to the root cause, it's this impact player stuff. It hasn't, cause a specific problem, but I do not enjoy getting up for a match and seeing an orange dot on Shubman Gill. I'm like, oh, okay, they're oh, yeah. fielding they're fielding first. I get it. But I wanted to captain the guy. And he might there's a chance that he doesn't play. You know, is, is there something going uh-huh. on? Did he not feel well, but they're gonna keep him as a substitute in case he's feeling a little bit better in a couple of hours? Like, you know, weird stuff like that happens. It drives me nuts. Um it, it the root of evil for so many players this year is the impact player. You're just you're pulling your hair out with this stuff half the time. And it's it's more than that. Like you wanna you wanna captain Shubman Gill, and it was also uh, Faf for a little while there. Some of these guys get um, so, oh, Big Sky is another one they've done this with. They 
they get a decent amount of points from catches. They're good fielders. They're real yep. athletic guys. And so when they are not, when they're the impact player and they're sitting out the, the fielding, you're not, you have no chance of getting those extra little bonus points. Yeah. And especially when, like you said, if you're captained or something like that, you know, now it catches 16 points. That's, that is not insignificant. If you got 16 runs out of a player, you, you know, for free, that's nice. So if you get 16 points, you want that too. But uh, yeah, you're, you're taking opportunities away from guys that we were used to in the past. We're still trying to evolve. We're still trying to figure out how do we, how do we come to this reliably? Who's going to always play no matter what, who's going to sub in, sub out. But the bowling situation that this impact player has created is probably the single biggest frustration. Yeah, I remember starting the first season we played or the first two seasons. There was always like four or five, I guess it has to be five, five or six bowlers who would bowl at any match. And your all-rounders would almost always, I mean, they're there. The teams would put them in so they can bowl, not just as another batter. And now it feels like, I mean, we'll talk about luck now and how frustrating they are, but part of the reason they're so frustrating it's because they always have seven or eight bowlers and you never know who's going to be the one to get four overs. Yep. And, and, and when the impact sub is going to happen is not always clear. It's not something that takes place at the change of innings necessarily. You can have a guy bowl yep. four overs and they'll sub him out right then and there for another fielder. So yeah. he's ne- now he's not even out there for those catches. Or like you said, they're trying to bring somebody in. Hey, so-and-so got out early. They're, we're going to face this other batter now sooner. Let's bring in another bowler. So sometimes they're swapping out for bowlers mid-inning. <laughs> so, so, yeah, you can stretch who's getting the bowling overs out to six, seven guys and predicting who's going to get their fair share of overs gets tougher, who's going to have the, the valuable overs gets tougher. There's some guys that have carved out more obvious positions like Shami always opens, it seems like. Um, and then there's guys that, you know, tend to come in uh, in the death, but it's it's really just blurring the lines. But I like what you said. It's the all-rounders that really take it on the chin. Yeah, I'm looking at the list of all-rounders right now, and it almost feels like in fantasy you could just, you could just remove the all-rounder position and just call each one of these guys a bowler or a batter. But there's so many of them that, like, I mean, starting at the bottom, um, just looking at kind of the top, 15 or 16 here. Shivam Dubé. He's batter. a batter. Um, Andre Russell, maybe one that's still an all-rounder. But wasn't at the beginning uh, of the season. He did not bowl no. to start the season. And when he did, one time he got hurt. So then they yanked it from him again, and he was not batting well. So Mitch only Marsh, recently. True, true all-rounder, maybe. But Venkatesh Iyer, Nidish Rana, Moeen Ali, uh, Kyle Mayers, like those guys are not all-rounders anymore. Did uh, I think I think Mayer's actually bowled today, which was goofy. But yeah, you're not counting Moeen on that Ali, stuff Moeen anymore. Ali gets Moeen Ali gets a, an over every now and then. Even Hardik Pandy is barely a. He used to be a four over bowler. Uh huh. Now he's not so much. Nope. Sam Curran's a, a batter. He he gets overs every now and then. Um, Ashwin Ashwin's an all rounder, but he's probably more of a bowler, really. Anymore for sure. That often. Nope. So 
Yeah, especially that's, when it it's a little frustrating. And then Rashid Khan is at the very top. It's like Rashid Khan's not an all rounder. <laughs> so, yeah, there used to be much more freedom in that all rounder position because mm-hmm. you would count on them being able to get both sides of the ball. There was always guys that it didn't make sense why they were all rounders. There's guys that on some platforms are wicket keepers when they're just batters. Batters are wicket keepers. Like they yeah. they move yeah. around from time to time. So that's just again a frustration that boils down to this impact player is that you didn't need to worry about it in the past, but you need to worry about it every episode now um, to 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 try to not steer somebody into playing this guy and then because he's an all rounder and then oh well he's just not even going to bowl this time. So. Ugh. I'm ready to. That's the biggest frustration of the year, I think. I mean, yep. I have I have one to bring up. I don't think it, it compares because it's just one team, but it's your team, so I kind of expect you to explain to me. Um, <laughs> I I cannot stand Lucknow Super Giants. Like they just they have so many players that I want on my roster, but at the same time, I like I don't ever want to actually spend transfers on them because I feel like they're just all over the map on the batting order. Who's going to be playing in the match? Even how many they have like seven or eight guys bowling every time they they play. What's the deal with them? If you have to ask, you'll never know. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's a luck now secret. Well, no, they don't. It's not working. <laughs> they're doing okay. They're 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 you know, hey, Cutie Cox back. Everything's going to change. Um, they're going to win out, but. They don't send me the brochure anymore about why they're doing what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think like us, they were very disappointed in like KL Rahul's performance this year. They thought they had pieces that they didn't have. Um, mm. So unfortunately, I think a lot of times it's it's just experimentation mode. It's does this guy bat well with this guy? Does this guy bowl well in the in the middle overs? Hey, this guy's a spinner. Let's play him here. And then he just gets rocked. And it's like, okay, well, we did the strategically smart thing, but it didn't work. And they make changes. Um, some teams, it seems like whether it's working or it's not, they just ride it out. Some teams just flail all over the place and it doesn't work. Like yeah. KKR was, they didn't have for like five or six matches in a row, they didn't start the same two guys to open the bat. They seem like they're settling down now. But LSG is kind of the same. They just have won a little bit more. So it doesn't make it seem like there's as much chaos associated with them as probably realistically there is. Yeah, it it feels like they need a little more consistency. And now maybe with with KL Rahul out, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but he's out for the season, isn't he? Um, Don't know for sure. He he maybe Krunal can. And maybe just having that piece gone, like one one um, one variable is out. So maybe you they can settle you, down. You want Krunal Pandya to send you a list every time they're playing. Says these are the guys, and it's going to be the same every single time. And that that list is going to be in chronological order. And it does uh, not change. <laughs> I told you I was going to work it in there. You did it. <laughs> it does not change from match to match. Here you go. Here's the 11 plus an impact sub. You know who they're going to be every single time. That's what you're asking of them? I do. Because you know who does that every time? Gujarat does that. They play the same guys. Uh, so does uh, Rajasthan. So does Mumbai. Like they, they don't mix their whole lineup up every time. 
I wish that those were the teams at the bottom of the order in terms of the points table so so that I could say LSG's is as much as LSG confuses you, they're also confusing their opponents and that's why they win all the time. But that's not all to them. There is, there is no bottom of the order this, this year. There's, there's Gujarat and then there's everybody else just kind of middle messed up in the middle. Such as IPL 2023. It's going great. D- it's going crazy. I think, DC, I think DC is going to just miss it. I think they're going to be fifth. They should miss it. They don't deserve to get in based bowl. on some of the stuff we saw early. But yeah, they can make a late season charge. That's my bold prediction of the day. Okay. I feel like, I feel like the outside looking in is going to be uh, Punjab. I feel like they're going to be the, the, the first man out at fifth. But... We will see. Is that it? Are we are we chopping this one off? Getting ready for another yeah. week of IPL? Yep. Yeah, next time we'll we'll have something that's not just our frustrations venting at the end. We'll come up with something positive maybe. But feel free to reach out to us. Throw us a comment. Throw us an email. And uh, yeah. who knows? Maybe that'll be the next thing that we can all cry about together. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Good luck this week. We'll see you on Friday. You too. See ya. See you, man.